the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's open phone in Friday. Call me to ask me any question. Talk about whatever you want. You ready? Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Well, actually, for all my social media, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, but we're on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast. Uh, Second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM. We're covering all of the DMV, including parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Been on the station and on the show now for 10 years, a decade. Can you believe it? Uh, Bridge building talk, trying to figure out how we pull a table up, how we pull a chair up to the uncommon table and try to understand one another, even if we have differences. Well, that's what today is all about. Uh, And that's what the show's all about. But today is open phone in Friday. We have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game, and that's what today is all about. So uh, go ahead and give me a call and any question you have about race, religion, relationships, or business, whatever it is, guess what? I make this hour all about you. So let's turn to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get started with our phone calls. Lord Jesus, we thank you for another day, and we thank you, God, that you're still God all day long uh, before this day ever came and after this day is gone. And so we commit today's show to you and pray that you would uh, GPS our lives together in Jesus's name. Together, everyone said, amen. And amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website, embracegracism.com. And there you can get more information on me. Uh, And by the way, Marriage Monday, we talked about avoiding conflict in marriage. Are you the avoider or the addresser? And then on Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about avoiding and addressing conflicts in relationships in general. And then on Wednesday, we talked about handling conflict biblically. And then yesterday was Theological Thursday, and we talked about uh, the theology of conflict resolution. So we've been dealing with uh, conflict, and maybe you've been dealing with it. 
and trying to figure out how do I get through it and how do I get around it? How do I honor God in it? It's not always easy and it can be quite painful, can it? But God gives us uh, the grace that we need. And I pray that today that grace would come through our conversation. Well, let's kick the conversation off in McLean, Virginia, with Jessica, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Jessica. How are you today? Hello, sir. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Uh, Thank you. So I was pondering over the situation in Milwaukee, and what I wanted to ask you is that companies hire a bunch of tyrants which I consider as insecure leaders. And I don't mean to sound judgmental, but it happens on every single job. So they hire these wonderful people, hard work ethics, accountability, team engagement, these great people, and then they place them with these tyrants and kill their spirits, and you create monsters. Mm -hmm. And then they label the person as a disgruntled employee. Right. Please help me understand that logic because I've worked jobs in the most despicable workplace bullying situations, and I see those people get promoted, and I see yeah. it ruin people's lives, and a lot of companies don't do a lot of things about it. And if you report it to HR, you can get terminated or you become you, you are mm-hmm. blackballed. Mm-hmm. And as a Christian who mind their own business, and I see things, but I don't always say something, Dr. Anderson, and sure. I should, but I don't. Right. So how, as a Christian, do I get involved, and how do I help? Well, first of all— Without blackballing myself. <laughs> it takes strategy, and it, it takes some wisdom to know how to navigate uh, corporate America, and specifically— the particular company that you're in. And so you got to know who to talk to, when to bring something up, and then how to address it. Uh, and every company's different. And so it depends on the organization, but you're right. It, you could be disgruntled or you could be the loud uh, wheel that squeaks so much people just want to kind of get rid of you. And, you know, or it could be people on the in the company that are doing or saying things that are wrong, and you become a whistleblower. The problem with becoming a whistleblower, whether it's in the government or in a corporation, is you then get the fingers pointed at you like you're the one that created the problem. And that's what makes it so difficult for people to try to be honest and have integrity. And so what I say is get some consulting when it comes to particular situations in particular companies. Don't go off the handle, and this is not just to you, this is to everybody listening. If there's a problem in your organization, don't go off the handle on your own. Pray about it and then get some wisdom as to what is the best way to address it so that you don't become uh, the target uh, when you're, all you're really trying to do is make things right. But uh, Jessica, I'm, I'm just here to agree with you really because I know it's difficult. appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time and thank you for allowing me to call here. Great radio station. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out with me today. That's Jessica from McLean, Virginia. And the reality is we are working in a sociological environment with other human beings, which drama uh, takes place all the time. One of the best things you can do 
as an employee, as an employer, as a colleague, is to take notes of difficult, critical conversations you've had so that you have a record of what it is that you might have seen or might bring up or who you talk to so that you're the one controlling the narrative. Uh, and if you're the one that's controlling the narrative, then when it gets starts spinning out of control, you'll have the right notes to make sure uh, that that narrative is controlled. One other tip I'd give you, and that is after every key meeting you have, especially if it's a critical conversation, make sure you follow it up with an email because an email is a better record than even handwritten notes at times because it timestamps it. You can say, hey, this is what we said in our meeting. Uh, and I just want to make sure to summarize our bottom line. And by doing that, you have a written record. The other person has a written record as well. I hope that's helpful to you. Hey, listen, I'm going to run to my break. And as soon as I get back, I'll go to Lusby, uh, Maryland. I also want to come to you. I have a couple open lines. It's open phone in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. You can ask me any question. We can talk about almost anything. I may not always have an answer, but we can at least address it. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water rises. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like you can also watch live on youtube just search for anderson speaks all one word and make sure to subscribe join our text community and receive a free weekly text from dr anderson just text the word inspire to 97000 that's i-n-s-p-i-r-e to 97000 and now back to real talk with dr david anderson that's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And my phone number, if you want to call me to talk about anything today, is 888-432-7434. 
or if you want to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. It's open phone in Friday, so anything you want to ask me, anything you want to talk about is fair game. Let's go to Daniel, who's in Lusby, Maryland. Hello, Daniel. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? We're good. How about you? I'm alive and grateful. Thank you, sir. What's your comment or question? I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I, um, I have a sister, and she's gay. Mm-hmm. My question to you is that I am a Baptist, um, and I read the Bible, and I am very caution about talking to her about salvation. Okay. And what's your word on that as far as you, because I know what the Bible says. I'd just like to hear your opinion on that matter. Well, she is your sister. I would just love her and be a light to shine in front of her. I would not try to change her lifestyle. Think of her as um, not gay. Just think of her as a heterosexual non-Christian if, if she's not saved and love her as you'd love any non-Christian sister. All right? Don't worry about the the behavior right now. What you want is her to come to know the Lord. And so don't let the gay thing be the first thing that uh, you were focusing on. She's your sister. You love her like a family member. Whether she's gay or straight, you, you would try to love her into the kingdom of God. You might share Christ with her. Uh, or you might just live your Christian life in front of her. But think about how you would be if she was a heterosexual non-Christian and your sister. You understand? Well, I do, but I I am trying to talk to her about God and salvation, and I I just I do not want to use the words that, hey, you're not going to heaven if you keep behaving like that. So I don't know which way should I approach well, the, Bi- well, on the matter. Well, that's where we get confused as believers sometimes. Again, there's nowhere in Scripture that says that, you know, she's not going to go to heaven if she behaves like that. And the like that, you can make it a blank and stick in any behavior, any sin, right? The reason why we go to heaven and have a relationship with God is because of what Jesus Christ did for us. So what you want to do is just lead her to Jesus Christ. Let Jesus Christ change the behavior. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your yeah, time. Yeah, forget about her. Forget about her lifestyle. Just think about her as a non-believer who needs Jesus Christ. And the way you lead her to Christ is not, Christ is not talking about her behavior. The way you lead her to Christ is talking about her need for a Savior. And we all need that Savior because of our sins. And Whatever the sins are, if, again, if she wasn't even gay, how would you how would you reach out to her? How would you tell her about Jesus? That's the same thing you would do if she is gay, and let the gay thing work itself out with with her relationship with God. Is that helpful? Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Thanks for calling, Daniel. I appreciate oh, you're you. You're welcome. All right. God bless you. Yeah, we've got to love people like Jesus. We've got to then lead people to Jesus, and then we got to leave people with Jesus and just let Jesus do what Jesus does. We can't make any of those changes, and we surely can't tell people to get their behavior right before they come to know Jesus. None of us did that. Um, what we need to do is say, hey, we're sinners, and we've screwed up, we've messed up, and we need Jesus. Then Jesus comes into our life, the Holy Spirit 
Holy Spirit comes into our life, uh, and then we allow the Spirit of God to do the work of sanctification within us. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Gina, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Gina. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, so this is what I want to ask you, Dr. Anderson. Mm-hmm. From your perspective, from your perspective, I want to know, could you tell me what you know that Dr. I mean, uh, President Trump has done that is good and useful in during his administration? And the reason I ask this question is because there has been so many calls and people talking about how bad he is and how he did this, he did that. A lot of bad things and wrong things that he's done. And today I really just want to highlight the positive that, you know, on his end, basically. So from your perspective, what what are some of the good things that you can say that he's done since, you know, being elected as a president? Yes, thank you for that. I would think that one of the best things that Donald Trump has done was he has stand, stood up. I'm going to let you listen over the air because of the feedback I'm hearing from from your uh, phone. So uh, just listen over the air. Um, and if you want to call me, you can always call me at 888-432-7434. I do have open lines. Now, to my caller, Gina, from Upper Marlboro's question about what has President Trump done well? I think President Trump has uh, done well with regard to highlighting religious freedom uh, and for helping uh, pastors who were in prison in other countries and people who uh, were in prison because of their faith. I think he's done a good job uh, with that, highlighting religious freedom. Um, I think that the appointing of judges uh, throughout the country, more conservative judges, was is exactly... Uh, what he has said he was going to do. So he's followed through with that promise. I also think that with the economy, uh, I don't necessarily give him uh, credit as if he's taken us out of recession, uh, but I do think he's built on what uh, President Obama has done, and that's why we have presidents in succession four to eight years, one after another, that keep building in the right direction. It's good for uh, the country. But you wanted to know the things that I thought he has done well positively. And so those are a couple of things that I would say uh, he has done well uh, positively. 888-432-7434. Maybe you feel a different way about it. I'd love to hear from you. Um, By the way, we've been talking about conflict all week long. And one of the things my caller just did is said, you know what, I heard the negative. Is there anything positive? Well, that's one of the things you can do with regard to conflict is focus on the positive. There are a lot of negative things that are out there, and it's not that we don't talk about them, but sometimes you just have to take a chill pill and say, you know what, I've had enough negativity today. Can I get some positivity? And sometimes we have to give that positive energy into the atmosphere uh, because there's negative energy around. So I'd love love to hear your thoughts about that. Of course, you can call me about any comment. Uh, any question that you have on your heart, uh, because I reserve this hour every week on open phone in Friday for you to ask me any question you want. All right. We've been talking about conflict all week, though, and how to 
address it, how to avoid it, how to um, uh, handle it biblically, uh, what the Bible says about it. I know that uh, sometimes uh, you get into it and you're kind of like paralyzed. Uh, And that's when our kind of conversations can come back and feed you where you could reflect back and say, oh, yeah, I remember what Dr. Anderson was saying uh, about about conflict and how uh, there's sometimes we need to avoid uh, even uh, addressing a fool who is going to do nothing but try to take our words and twist them. But there are other times when I need to step up and I need to address a conflict privately and personally. Well, if you want to talk to me about that or any other subject, I'm all yours. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Anna, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Anna. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling me. What are you thinking? I just had, I was thinking about something uh, a few nights ago. I was just wondering, I know that, you know, people are pro, um, pro-life. Okay. And, and I know that people are, you know, you have women who are saving their eggs. Some people are actually, there was a, there was something on the news or something, uh, I think it was on a, a show that I saw where a, a man and a woman, they were a celebrity couple or something maybe. No, okay. it was a, it was a couple who, they had froze the egg, I guess you call it a zygo. It was fertilized egg. Okay. The guy, they broke up. It was a married couple, they broke up. The female wanted to have the baby and the the father of the, the Did. child okay. didn't want to have kids with her. Okay. And I think he won. So my thing is with all these eggs being frozen now, and some of them are fertilized eggs, mm-hmm. just like a you know, who was pregnant, what happens if they decide, if they hold them to it for years and years, they decide they don't want to have the kids, mm-hmm. or are they looked at as if they destroy it like they're destroying, like an abortion? Right. Or how would you think they would look at that? I know it's kind of technical, but we're moving to such a... Yeah. Uh, being you know high tech is that considered an abortion yeah so if you have if if you have frozen eggs that have been uh where the sperm and the egg together have usually usually they just freeze the eggs from what i understand now i don't know the story that you're talking about and so i don't know uh, enough about the subject to know that do they have the sperm and the egg come together and then do they freeze it so maybe somebody yeah. somebody else might know that. Are you sure about that? Uh, you know what? I take that back. I'm not sure. Okay. I just know that. I know they the freeze the, the eggs. And so that's not an abortion yeah. if the eggs are frozen and discarded. But I don't know if when the sperm and the egg come together, if they freeze that. Uh, that would be a real problem uh, ethically. Uh, and I would have a problem with that if you then discard that because that would seem like abortion to me um but i can't tell you that i i know for sure that they don't do that what i do know for sure is that they will freeze a woman's eggs that much i do know so maybe we can maybe one of our uh, other callers can call us if they actually know that for sure because i don't know 
but I feel like you, Anna. I'd feel like that'd be kind of like an abortion. It would be if you uh, the the sperm and the egg come together and then you freeze that, whatever you want to call that, uh, an embryo, zygote, whatever you want to call that. So I'd be interested to know. I have to do some more study on that one. Okay. Okay. Thanks for hanging with me today. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. God bless you. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Now, listen, we're going to continue to take your calls in the second half of the show. And when I get back immediately, I'll go to Arlington, Virginia and talk to Robert, who's on the line. I also want to talk to you. And so if you'll just hang on through the break in just a couple of moments, I'll be right back. Let me give you the information so you have it. If you want to call me, my phone number is 888-432-7434. That's the number live in studio. Of course, you can always hit me up on my Facebook page. A few of you are there now. Thank you uh, for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle for Facebook as well as for YouTube. Hey, listen, I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. You're tuned into, you're listening, you're even watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Hey, thanks for listening to 105.1 FM WAVA, life-changing talk radio from the nation's capital. If you're looking to be challenged and uplifted by the truth of God's Word, then join Tim Leak, Senior Pastor of Hope Bible Church in Columbia, Maryland for Discover Hope. Tune in to Discover Hope every Saturday afternoon at 12.30 p.m. here on WAVA 105.1 FM. For those of us who've got a few too many pounds on us, you know, you want to lose weight, I can tell you how to lose weight. With the new year, you may want to change some of your own personal behaviors. Dr. Kevin Lehman has suggestions on Focus on the Family Minute. Take a 3 by 5 card, Put your weight on it and your name and post it at work, in the break room, in the back of the church, any public place. But just promise me you'll change that every week and you will lose weight. How you lose weight, that's up to you. And that's the unique thing about it. You'll all lose weight differently. But you see what has to happen? There has to be what? A commitment. If you're looking for someone to hold on to your hand for the rest of your life, you're at the wrong place. If you're looking for someone who will help get you a jump start, I'm your guy. Let's get going. Here's to a new year full of possibilities. Hear more from Dr. Lehman today at FamilyMinute.org. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate, like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Open Phone-In Friday. How in the world are you today? Well, whatever it is you want to talk about, I'm all yours uh, for just the second half of the show, so get in now while you can. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That is my number live here in studio, uh, and it is a call-in talk show, and Fridays are really uh, open phone in Friday. So you, can, you, you, you drive the topic by asking your questions. So feel free to give me a call. The number again is 888-43-BRIDGE. Now, as promised, I'm going to Arlington, Virginia. I'm going to talk to Robert, who's on the line. Hello, Robert. How are you, sir? Very good, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, I think I um, uh, heard you... Um, say that you were upset when the uh, Second Amendment advocates held the protest on Martin Luther King Jr. Day recently? Yes. Yeah. Hey, turn your radio um, down so we don't have an echo, if you'd be so kind, Robert. How's that? Oh, that's real good. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was kind of upset about that. Just that I didn't think it was a lot of class to do that and felt felt really, like, dishonoring. That's that's how I felt. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to mention that one of the ways that the white supremacists in America kept black Americans oppressed for so long was by denying black amendments their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. It's much harder to oppress an armed people than a disarmed people. I wouldn't Um, wouldn't use that argument for uh, black slaves. Well, I think if immediately after the Civil War, if the North had enforce the Second Amendment rights of the newly freed slaves, the civil rights movement could have happened a lot earlier. Yeah, I think it may have been better to give them the 40 acres and a mule that they promised instead of guns. 40 acres and a mule would have been uh, land and uh, resources so that they could build their own businesses. Uh, I, I think that'd be the better way to go and then not lynch people with white hoods on. I mean, I would, not, I would not make the, ar- a, well, I would not make the argument. You don't want a race war. I mean, you don't want a race war. You don't want to give. The Civil War was a race war in a way. It, it was a yep. free and oppressed race. It, it was. But um, it, wasn't giving, it wasn't giving the people that were being oppressed weapons. It was, it was people who were fighting on both sides of it to free the oppressed people. And so I you saw the movie you saw the movie Glory didn't you about the uh, Massachusetts 54th Regiment the Black Regiment who 
Well, I'm not fought bravely and absolutely, and I thank God for all those who have fought uh, bravely for the rights of black people. But I would not argue from a white person's perspective that the best way to honor Martin Luther King's legacy is to fight for the Second Amendment so black people can shoot white people because they're oppressing them. Put your sword away, Jesus said, and he did it a different way. Uh, when Peter tried well, to pull out his sword and cut off the head of the guy that were coming toward him, I think there's a better way, and I, I just don't think it's very honoring uh, to, to have that rally on Martin Luther King's day. And it's, it's my opinion, and it's, but it's the way I feel as an African-American male. I am not an African American, so I don't have your perspective. You know? Yeah, that's so why I'm giving. That's back. why I'm giving um, it to you. <laughs> and and um, uh, and I think it's important to honor what he honored, and he didn't. He, he wasn't honoring that. He wasn't. You know, this day that was set aside for him wasn't honoring violence. It wasn't honoring defending uh, yourself. It was honoring standing up uh, for the promise that America has always promised with regard to equality and and that's what we should be standing up for that's a very good point and i'll just make one other and i'll get off the line just okay all of these freedoms all of these freedoms were paid for with blood yes um and let's not remember they're not free Someone, many people, thousands of people laid down their lives to have these freedoms. That's right. And that's how we have them today. Yeah. And uh, they were they were willing to take up arms and kill in order to secure these freedoms. And I think that's lost sometimes. Well, it could be lost. But just remember that that's not how black people got here. And we can't go back to uh, we got our freedoms when we left. England and started this country uh, with with guns and we took land from people and hooray hooray I don't think that that's the way we ought to celebrate history especially when you're African Americans when you were kidnapped from another continent and lost millions of people in the transatlantic slave trade and then when they got here you called them three-fifths of a human being you sold them like cattle and you raped and killed and pillaged them and then used them to build up the country. And then when the country's built up, you set them free. And then you want to talk about gun rights. I, I think that's jaded. No question. These are or horrific atrocities. Yeah. And I think Abraham Lincoln had it right in his second inaugural when he talked about all the blood drawn by the lash was repaid by the sword, and that was the judgment of the Almighty. Well, good news is, you know, we can find our freedom in Christ. I still think that there's a reckoning and some, you know, uh, heartfelt apologies and some things that should be righted along the way. But the fact that you and I are free to talk about faith on the air and to talk about our Lord uh, I mean, that just reminds us that uh, God is sovereign and his grace is sufficient. Hey, Robert, thank you for hanging with me from Arlington, Virginia. I'm coming right back in just a couple of moments. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's open phone in Friday. How in the world are you? So glad you're hanging with me. We've got a couple minutes together, so let me go right back to the phone lines. Harmony is on the line from Temple Hills, Maryland. Hello, Harmony. Welcome. Hi, it's Hermione. How are you, Dr. David? Hermione, I got it now. Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today, Hermione. What are you thinking? Thinking of, uh, first of all, the young lady that called in about the abortion with the eggs, yep. they are actually fertilized embryos. They are fertilized and embryos. They've been doing it since, mm-hmm, mm. and they've been being frozen, uh, fertilized since the 80s. We just don't know about a lot about these things. Uh-huh. And I think that that has fed into some of the uh, logic that an embryo is not a person because you can mm. freeze it and ship it around, but it, it's, it's a living being. It's just that science has, has, has gotten such advanced advances that they think that it's above what God already created. And I think that's a real problem. So then the real ethical issue is should you even freeze a fertilized embryo? Exactly. Right. They, they freeze them and people use them. I think it was uh, a celebrity who had a, um, a tug of war of fight to celebrities. I won't say their names because I don't know how it goes with your show. Okay, but they did you. have um, 
fertilized embryos with a former spouse and or mate. Hmm. And when they broke up, they had um, the woman, um, in, the, in the one case, the woman did not want the embryos with the other, with the, her past oh, partner. Oh, right. Because she was now married. Ooh. And so she got rid of those. Wow. Yeah, got rid of them. Huh. And then the other was, uh, the other was a woman. She uh, she did not want her husband to to constantly produce because he had already sued her for child support. Mm. And she didn't want to be on the line for additional child support when they're not even together. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it is a very sticky, ethical um you know, situation. It'd be, and um, it'd be I, interesting. Did, I wanted to comment on that. I'm glad you and, did. Uh, comment on the gentleman and the gentleman that called in about, uh, you know, the march on uh, Martin Luther King Day, yeah. giving, um, you know, newly freed African-Americans weapons would never be the answer. I don't know if he's still listening, but he should probably look at the Nat Turner revolt, mm-hmm. which now he's been called a freedom fighter because he was, fighting for his freedom, but um, they managed to get arms and weapons, and, and they did a lot of damage to slave owners. Mm. But in the end, it ended with more bloodshed because there was yeah. untold number of af- people of African descent who were murdered yeah. um, because of that slave revolt, and it was one of the catalysts for the Civil War. So, you know, violence and arming people, and, and guns are not always used for violence. I'm a veteran. Mm-hmm. I understand the use of them for protecting our country for national defense. Yeah. I understand people that like to hunt. But there are certain level of weapons that don't ever need to be in anyone's hands. Mm. Uh, and, and that's just it. You know, there's sporting and then there's national defense. And I think there yeah. needs to be a line drawn there. So, you know, just knowing our history and knowing that, yes, 40 acres and a mule, I know they don't like to hear that word, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been <laughs> a whole lot better than weapons. It, a whole lot better. You know. And that's something that was pro- that was promised. It was. You know, I'm, I am a person that thinks that there still needs to be reciprocity made, much in the manner that it was made to the Jewish people after the Holocaust. Mm. Uh, those are things that we pray about, and we don't get negative about and charge the atmosphere. Right. We just keep ourselves positive in prayer. Well, and I like your words today, Hermione, so thank you for hanging with me, okay? Thank you for having this uh, this show. I mm-hmm. love listening to you guys. I don't call in all the time. A lot of time I'm just in the amen corner, but yeah. this is really a great uh, forum, so keep up the good work. And of course, we're keeping you in prayer at all times. Thank you so much. I can use it. God bless you. That's Hermione from Temple Hills, Maryland. Yeah, so I should probably do a show, get some professionals in here on that topic of of um, IV invert- in, in, uh, fertilization of the eggs and what that is like. You know, I know people that have had children that way where it's been inserted into a woman and then she has the child. You know, I've got family members even that do that. But what's what what's up with the egg? And then when it is fertilized and it's an embryo, should you at that time even even freeze it is that an ethical issue like could you freeze an adult you know, right right now i'm going to freeze you for three years and then you're going to come back i mean would that be okay um i don't know i mean i think those are those are the kind of conversations that we might want to have on real talk uh i want to find some folk that can talk um intelligently 
about it so I'm not just musing and making sure that I have scriptures to go with it. But I want to know the science and then I want to know the ethics. And so if, if that's the kind of topic you'd like, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. Shoot me an email uh, at info at andersonspeaks.com. Info at andersonspeaks.com. Now, uh, friends, I know that you've been hearing a lot about this uh, coronavirus. Uh, Have you been hearing a lot about it? Uh, it seems like it's in multiple states now in the United States of America. Uh, I did watch one um, doctor talk about this. Uh, and so I wanted to pass on what I heard when I researched a little bit. And that is the coronavirus uh, is easy to catch. Uh, when you touch your face a lot and when on surfaces, it can sit for hours. And so one of the things that this doctor was saying is the most important thing you can do is to wash your hands regularly. Even when the doctor was given his eight minute, uh, you know, talk in front of the UN or whatever, uh, even then he said, look, I'm b I've been touching my face, you know, and he says, even if you wear a mask, um, you touch your face with the mask. And so the best thing you can do is keep washing your hands. I don't know if that's a word for somebody, but I mean, our parents used to teach us we need to wash our hands anyway, but I would just say, why don't you double it? You know, if you wash your hands only when you go to the bathroom, why don't you wash your hands even when you're not in the bathroom, just to kind of keep your hands clean because it touches everything else uh, around your mouth, your nose, your face. And, and because the surfaces can hold on to uh, the germs. When you touch the surfaces, you're you're touching droplets. All right, and uh, again, just keep your hands washed. I'm not a I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a scientist, but you know what? Uh, hand sanitizer and soap uh, has probably solved a whole lot of problems uh, in our lives. So maybe uh, maybe that's a word for someone. You can say you got it right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Uh, there's news out about a whistleblower who's been talking about the U.S. Uh, coronavirus evacuee health workers' lack of proper training, and so that has added to uh, some of the uh, scare. Of course, the stock market is plunging uh, in correction on the coronavirus, and uh, coronavirus fears sent U.S. markets into correction territory on Thursday. Uh, down more than 10% from high record, uh, from record highs after days of losses. And so let's let's be in prayer over this. Pray that your kids, pray that your loved ones, um, stay clean and don't contract the coronavirus. Uh, it's not just something out there; it's something around here. So keep yourself clean and keep yourself prayed up. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. You know how you go out to your car and the windshield's covered in frost? You don't have ice scraper or gloves, so you just have to use a credit card. You stand there with frozen fingers thinking, why does life have to be so hard? Well, at New Look, at least we make getting a new roof easy. We offer both virtual and on-site same-day estimates. We give you a 3D rendering of your new roof with detailed measurements so you know exactly what you're getting. And paying for your roof has never been easier. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Plus, 
qualify for interest-free financing until 2022. And it's all backed by our price guarantee. Find out why over 40,000 homeowners have trusted New Look. Don't you wish everything in life could be as easy as getting a New Look roof? Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy. It never has been easy to raise children, I suppose, but the environment in which they're growing up today has become much more dangerous. Yesterday's families didn't have to worry about drive-by shootings, illegal drugs, sexual molesters, and kidnappers. When I was a kid in the 1950s, my folks were more concerned about a disease called polio than all the sources of violence combined. As a 10-year-old, I moved freely around my hometown. If I was a half hour late coming home to dinner, the Dobson household was not seized by panic. But how the culture has changed. Now we worry about our kids playing in the front yard. Among my concerns about this violent culture is what we're forced to tell our kids about it. What does it do to the emotional apparatus of children to be warned about unspeakably horrible monsters that lurk in their neighborhoods, waiting to kill or molest them or drag them away from their parents forever? It'll be years before we know the answer to that question, but common sense tells us that the effects can be catastrophic. My advice to parents is to say only what is necessary to teach a child a few basic safety precautions and then increase the surveillance and the protection provided beyond his or her perception. We must shield them not only from the dangers in their world, but also from the fears that haunt the nightmares of their mothers and fathers. To find out how you can partner with Family Talk, go to drjamesdobson.org. Jesus described a judgment day scene when some people will go before God talking about all the Christian stuff in their lives. And it's a day when he will say, I never knew you. Have you admitted your sin and told Jesus that you were pinning all your hopes on him to be your savior from your sin? Or have you only been going through the motions? If you want to learn how to make that commitment, then call us at 888-NEED-HIM or go to chataboutjesus.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. 
for your prayers and for your donations. You can always go to Embrace Gracism and send a donation that way. Well, one man writes in, he's African-American, and he wants to agree with Robert. Remember Robert called about Second Amendment rights for black people. He says they should give black, they should have given black freed slaves guns uh, so that they could fight that way. And uh, this black man writes in, and he says, I agree with Robert. Let's make his plan retroactive and put the guns in the hands of of the Indians. Hmm. So there you have it. The whole idea of uh, fighting, killing, and taking people's land and people's lives is not the plan that God has, I think, for his people. And so maybe what we ought to do is remember what Jesus did. And Jesus took that, said, put that sword away there, Peter. Uh, I've got a better plan. And so let's trust God uh, and then work hard for justice as well, but do it in a way that is not violent, that is not bloodshed. So anyway, we're talking about what it means to be a gracist anyway, and gracism uh, really is about extending grace. Let's love more, uh, not war more. What do you think about that? I, I think that's the better plan. Uh, but the whole conversation arose because we were talking about Second Amendment rights in the march in Virginia on Martin Luther King Day. Just the juxtaposition of that uh, feels and smells uh, really bad uh, when Dr. King wasn't standing for violence. He was standing for nonviolence. And so on that day, let's even if you don't agree uh, with it, stand for it and honor it on that day and then on the day after on the next get get a, get your own holiday uh for uh the second amendment if you want to do that but don't uh uh don't do it on uh, martin luther king day so that's my two cents on it hey listen thanks it's been a great week it's been great hanging out with you let's pray together lord jesus we thank you for a week of of great shows we pray god that you'd continue uh, to bless our weekend even as it's kicked off now for it is in the name of jesus we pray together everyone said amen and amen Alexa can.